Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the man on the beat, the heart of Giants Nation, the man of the people, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com, Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. So I was, I was all prepared to talk about yesterday and two and six and, you know, season being over. Uh, some of the, the, the really, I, I didn't feel any better this morning. I feel better at quarterback, and we'll get into the whole game. Just wanted to really just rail into the defense of what we're still seeing. But um, then, lo and behold... <laughs> well, hmm. Uncle Dave dra- uh, uh, trades a third or a third rounder and a, a fifth rounder for Leonard Williams. And buddy, I got to be honest with you, I hmm. I have no feeling about this trade at all right now. I don't know if I'm <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy, sad, yeah. upset, if I want to cry, if I want to jump off a bridge. I have no idea. Well, I guess if he plays the last eight games like the sixth overall pick he was, you'll be happy. <laughs> I, I guess I just he hasn't shown any of that in his first five four plus years in the league. But yeah, I don't know if he gets a little re- maybe gets a uh, second wind, and he's not that he's played horrible for the Jets, but he just hasn't been an impact guy like they were hoping when they drafted him back in 2015, number six overall, right? So he comes over here, bud, and he's getting some sacks and he's getting some more hits and hurries. I guess he'll be happy, right? Then we'll see about signing him. I guess right now he's our best defensive lineman by default, right? I mean, outside of I mean Dexter Lawrence, that's a little unfair to say. But, oh yeah, he's the best defensive line, no question. But it's not even close, right? Not even close. I mean, we, we did a poll. We did a poll earlier. For, you, you know, we sent oh, out. What do you think? And then it's like, you know what? Let's do a poll. And in uh, the last five hours, we've had seventeen hundred and twenty votes already. Forty-two percent right? like the trade, nine percent hate it, and forty-nine percent are undecided, need more time. And uh, you know, obviously, most people fall there. I think that's where I fall. I don't. I don't know what to think of this. I, I think, like you said, he he had a ton of potential coming out. Uh, he was the one that. I remember I was I w- that was the 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 the, um, the press conference I was at when we chose uh, Eric Flowers, and somebody asked Reese if Leonard Williams fell to you, would you have taken him? And he said, "I don't want to answer that question," which obviously meant yes. He was the clear cut uh, consensus number one that year. I forget who went. I'm, I'm having trouble. I know Scherf went. I forget who went. I think that was Amari Cooper went early in that one, right. um, but. That was the, I don't know if that was the, the Jameis Winston Marcus Mariota draft. Uh, I'm not sure. It was 2015. Right. So, you know, Leonard Williams was like the can't miss guy, and he's been okay for the Jets, but, you know, now we got him for what is a, a third and a fifth. But if we sign him, it becomes a fourth instead of a, a fifth in 2021. If we don't sign him, I think we still get a compensatory third. Because we lost right. them. So, Maybe, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, I guess this is a trial. I don't know. Well, obviously, Gettleman really liked them. And they felt they could, you know, they're not giving up that much if he, does, if he doesn't play that well and if you we don't resign him. Um, he is the best player on the team right now up front. That's, not, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, you know, what that's saying, I don't know. I mean, to me, they've just been okay up front this year, you know. Um, so we'll see. Listen, uh, you know, there's been a ton of excuses for Leonard Williams in the five years of the Jets. Anything from there's nobody around them, double teams, all that. Listen, if you're a football player, you're a football player, okay? He hasn't worked out. The Jets had no intention of signing him or franchising him. What does that tell you, right, Jerry? Yeah. Can't be good, right? right. Uh, so they decide they, they they only have six picks going through the next year, so they're going to start trying to stock up on some picks. And they found a taker with Gettleman. So we'll see. I'm kind of undecided, too. I, you know, there was a lot of talk about Lenny Williams coming here um, the last few days. And I, yeah, I even put it on Twitter this morning. I really don't want him. I mean, you know. <laughs> and showing up about two hours later, you know, Jay Glazer was right on the head. He said, you know, the Giants traded for him. So. Here we are. Uh, you know, am I crazy about it? No, we'll we'll see how he pans out. Uh, am I am I happy about giving up a three, which is going to be a high three now, right? Yeah, the way the Giants are going to finish. Uh, not really. So uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see. Uh, let, listen, I, you know, 
Leonard Williams has not been an impact player, and we need impact players. So um, we'll see how it plays out. Now, he's only 25 years old, I think. I'm trying to yeah. find the bright side of this. He's 25. Uh, he's, like we said, he's the already the best defensive player on the line that we have, maybe overall. Uh, that's how bad our defense is right now. Um, and I, I feel like at least he's not – He's not a nose tackle, right? He may be a defensive tackle, or but he's going to play end here. But at least I feel like he's got the body type that's not just I, – I always joke that we have three nose tackles playing on our defensive line. At least he's not that. <laughs> I mean, we've really yeah. lowered the bar for expectations here. But um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just feel like the, the, the farther away I get from this when, – when it first happened, I was kind of excited. Like, oh, somebody new coming in. Then you think about a third, and like you said, man, that's a high third. I know we're probably going to get a third for Landon Collins. But, yeah, um, that's going to be a very low three. Yeah, right. That's the end of the round, right? And now yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, man, we didn't trade that one huh? We're, we're, because we don't have it yet. We traded the our, our regular third, which is the high third, and probably going to be within the top five by the time this season ends. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, it just, just seems like a lot to give up for, for potential now. And we're going to have to sign him. I mean, he's going to demand, what, 80 to 100 million? <laughs> probably right right probably probably around 80 million man <laughs> you know so uh you know he's not a hundred million dollar type player but we'll see what Gettleman does man um I I don't I yeah I can't envision trading making this trade to not sign him right Jerry <laughs> yeah because Gettleman would never do that right <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mean you know Chris Chris I mean, we didn't trade him to not sign him that's right let's call there buddy <laughs> Right. So, uh, you know, I, I can't see that. So uh, we'll see. Now, listen, if he's plays really well last eight games alongside Hill and Thompson and those guys, uh, and he turns into – what does he have, 20 sacks in four-plus years? He's mm-hmm. he's having no sacks this year. He's got some hurries and hits. And, you know, we'll see, bud. That's all I can say. I don't. I really don't know how to feel about it. I wasn't crazy about, you know, when the rumors were out about getting him. I, I feel he's – underachieved big time you know so yeah it's not like we already have stud pass rushers where we add leonard williams and it's like oh man we added somebody who could fit in nicely and i hate to use the example but like if the eagles added leonard williams i would say oh man that's a good move for them because you already have like fletcher cox you know you have guys up front that can you know you have a, a Derek barnett you have good <clears throat> pass rushers you, you, you have a nice rotation and you're gonna add leonard williams to it we're adding leonard williams um as like he's our guy now right like, I remember, and not to make a hockey comparison, but years ago, uh, the Rangers would score like 15. To, the, the leader on the team would be like 15, 18 goals scored. And we traded for Nick Andropov, and he had like 22 goals already. And I'm thinking, right, I guess they're building around Nick Andropov. Like, the, uh, he leads the team in goals already. He hasn't played one game. And I just feel like this is that kind of move where you're like, well, yeah. I don't know. It, it's trying to get excited about it, but overall, it just seems very weird because First off, you, you could have just made a play for him in free agency, but maybe they didn't wanted to get they wanted to get to him first. Maybe there have been talks already behind the scenes. I know that's not allowed, but we know it still happens. So I don't know, man. Uh, whatever. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, listen, Gettleman believes in building in the trenches, and he continues to, you know, do it. So that's where we're at. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get to the debacle. Um, and I, I say debacle on defense, right? Um, uh, just so everybody knows, when 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 Jones fumbled that first time, uh, I called Chris like friend. You mean when he was hit? Yeah, I know when he was hit. When he was effing hit. And that's right. Yes, our coach is uh, cursing now. That's cool, right? Yeah, well, he made a mistake. He's emotional, man. No, a little losing, fire, a little tough. fire. Show me something, Pat. Do something. Losing's tough, man. You know, but it's just so many people in you know in the media trying to act like he just was like an out fumble. No, he was I, hit as he was thrown, trying know, to throw it down. I know, but he held on to the ball long again. Anyway, ah, so that's a go, whole other subject. Let's get to the, let's get to the, let's do the defense first. Oh my God, let's do the defense first. We had, I think. Yeah, okay, no, let's get back to the texts you were sending me. Go ahead. What was the text? You just started saying, "Well, when Jones fumbled," and I said, "No, he actually was hit, effing hit." No, I called. And then you said, "Well, I text Chris." Go ahead. I called you. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. First you texted, then you called. Right. I called frantic. Right. Because I and, and and what he ended up doing in the game is why I'm excited about him, right? Like 322, 28 for 41, uh, four touchdowns. And really, were you excited when you sent that? When you no, him? no, no, okay. because his Achilles heel in his play is he doesn't feel the rush enough. And even on that play, I felt like 
you just got to be smarter. You got to get rid of it quicker. Like, why Why is it that we just can't find the mix at quarterback from a guy who checks down too much to a guy who holds the ball well, way too long? Listen, Jerry, he's going to have to improve in that. But he was attempting a check down. He just held it too long. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. But and that's, after what I'm, that, that's what I'm concerned with because that's what Cutcliffe supposedly couldn't fix with him. Yeah, and he's going to have to get better at that, man, and because uh, that's going to hurt him, no yeah. question about it. But yeah. he played pretty good after that play. Oh, huh? no, he was phenomenal. I mean, he really was. I mean, he and, and Darius Slayton, you know, two catches, two touchdowns, 50 yards. And, you know, but he's not using, like, big name. You know, Sterling Shepard's hardy. He, he has some chemistry with Golden Tate. But he Ingram had, what, four catches for four? He, he spread the ball around. Ingram had four catches, 40 yards. I think he spread mm-hmm. the ball to eight different receivers. So Sequin. he's using everybody. Mm-hmm. And Saquon had eight catches out of the backfield. Yeah, they get eight for 79 or 76, something yeah. like that. And one yeah, of them, and... if he just wasn't running so fast, I think he would have scored a touchdown. He was almost falling over himself. Um, but, you know, it, it's just his propensity to hold the ball too long is frustrating. But, man, mm-hmm. I mean, I even wrote an article this week about for all the issues that we have, two years in a row, Saquon, then Jones. I mean, Gettleman gave us a nice battery, if you will, a quarterback running back and – Hopefully we build around these two guys and fix the rest of this damn team because I think if you're a Giants fan, you got to be really excited about uh, both players. And I know Saquon yeah. uh, didn't really hustle um, on that fumble, should have been a little smarter there. And, of course, Chris, Devin Kennard scores. I mean, you could yeah. script that one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, look, man, Daniel Jones is the real deal. And if you're not excited, you know what, go look across town right now. Because that's a guy who's struggling. I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to... Uh, oh, <laughs> nice. that, was, Very good. that was my ghost impersonation. All I'm Holland. saying is it, th- that's a guy you watch who is... Something's affecting him, and he's got a lot of talent. Jones is mentally strong. He came back from that mistake and had a ridiculous game. So if you're not excited about Jones, get on board, man, because this kid's the real deal. Uh, oh, so now you're excited. Yeah, I was aggravated at first. That's why I didn't tweet it. I just said, I got to call Chris. I got to call because... I'm going to tweet something I'm going to regret. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, Jones, in my opinion, Jerry, is the future. I don't think there's any question about it. Now, like we just talked about, it, he's got to clean some things up, man. But um, you saw some flashes yesterday. That kid, man, he's tough as nails, Jerry. The way he responds to adversity, right? Yeah, he's, un- How about he's, his un- he's unaffected. How about his back shoulder throwing? Ridic- How about his ridiculous. fade, right? Ridiculous. How about his accuracy, man? Never, never knew he was this kind of quarterback. He's more accurate than Eli Manning. Oh, exponentially. Sorry, Lisa. Uh, uh, you know, listen, he's more accurate than Eli Manning. There's no question about it. I'm sorry. Now, I'm not saying he's, you know, going to be better than Eli Manning. All I'm saying is that the kid is really accurate, man. Yep. You know, um, um, his back shoulder throws, he did it, you know, and the way he gets it up there and makes receivers – Gives receivers a chance to make a play. You saw that twice with Slayton, right? Yesterday, right? Um, you saw it in the preseason. I put it on Twitter yesterday. That's basically the same route Slayton, you know, ran in against Cincinnati in the preseason. Remember? Yes. And yep. you saw, you know, you saw the connection and you saw the the ball placement. And Jones is very, very, very accurate, man. Um, I'm not worried about this kid really much at all, except for a few little things. Um, that he has to improve on. We know that. But it's just six games in. Yeah, I know. We'll see. Oh, what was that, Jerry? No, I, I agree. You're right. Oh, you agree now. Okay. Uh, six games oh, in. No, come on, dude. You know, I was that was heat of the moment. This this kid, six games in, looks 10 times better than Eli looks six, six games in, doesn't he? Right. Um, I think, you know, I think, I know people don't want to hear this, but I think Sherman's doing some good things with Jones. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Yep. Now, now, eight games in a season, and the offensive line is having communication problems up front. Yeah, unacceptable. I mean, Javid Davis, three times, did a delay A-gap blitz yesterday. Three times, the Giants look like they were reading a Chinese menu. And Chris, um, Jared Davis, he plays what position? He's a linebacker. Right, because they matter, right? It, it, it's okay linebackers to invest matter. in linebackers, right? Linebackers matter, my right. friend. Right, okay, good. Yes. Um. So, you know, this is something I... I wrote about, I put a lot of stuff out there this morning on Twitter about, <clears throat> here's the story, Jerry, and this is what annoys me about Shermer. This is what be, could cost him a job down the line. Details. Yep. Right? Um, okay, it, Chris, what are you talking? You said it last week. 
Okay, Chris, what are you talking about details? Well, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. The Vikings, three weeks ago, not a big blitz team. They blitzed the crap out of the Jones. Giants couldn't handle it, right, Jerry? Yep. When you do that in this league, when you show a weakness in this league, trust me, the following week, the t- that team you're playing is going to do the same thing. Yeah, right. It's a co- it's this is football's not rocket science. As a matter of fact, it's a copycat league. Right. So Arizona, which didn't blitz a lot going into the giant game, was blitzing the crap out of the Giants, eight, especially when they got eight Peterson. Sacks. Eight sacks. Especially when they got eight sacks. Especially when they got Peterson back. Yep. So what did Matt Patricia do? He saw the tape and says, wow, they're not really handling this too well. And he started blitzing too. And they're not a, and they're not a big blitzing team. Okay? Um, so you look some of the time, some of the plays yesterday, and some of these blitzes that Patricia was shown, it looked like the Giants had no idea this was coming. Like they totally didn't expect this. Yeah. And you look at this, and you have to be coaching up saying, okay, well, the Cardinals did this. Guess what? We're going to see this, 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 and this. And yeah, the, you saw yesterday the miscommunication, right, Jerry? Yeah, they're, they're going to see it until they can stop it, right? And yeah. and, and look, I, I love Saquon, but is his ankle hurting him that he can't pick up the blitz now? No, because he didn't pick it up last year either. Uh, but he's, he's struggling. But this is, I mean, he got blown away yesterday. He's struggling in the past protection department and recognizing what, who to pick up who. Yeah. Which guy to pick up. He's struggling in it. He yeah. admits it, Jerry. Has nothing to do with the ankle. He just... He's struggling in the pass protection and blitz pickup. That's why you saw Gallman a lot. Right. Because Gallman's better at it. And then when Saquon does pick up the right guy, he gets steamrolled. Yep. Like he did yesterday. Yeah. Right? So, you know, the little things, man. Why aren't they recognizing this? Why aren't they prepared for this? This is what's alarming to me, Jerry. You know what I mean? Yep. This is what's alarming. And, and, and to go along with that, right, it's it, the little things. Is there no one else that can return kicks on this team with Corey Ballantyne out? And I, Darius Slayton is going to be a very good receiver, and he's, he's turning into one now. I don't think I've ever seen a bigger disparity between a kick returner and a wide receiver in the same person. As a receiver, this kid looks like the real deal. As a kick returner, it looks like he's running in cement, or running in quicksand, rather. Like, mm. why does Shermer keep putting him back there and forcing that issue? Is there there's no one mm-hmm. else on the team that can do this? No, he, he, he fit Cody Latimer, but he finally he waited about five kickoffs before he got Latimer right. in there. Why? And Patricia had kept kicking off to the one two yard line on smart, purpose. smart. You know, and the Giants looked like they had no idea that was going to even. You know, after the first one, they were like, look like they still didn't know that was coming. Those are the Shermer <laughs> things that drive me nuts. That's insane. Yeah. You know, you just keep yeah. throwing the same guy out there. He keeps he's terrible at it. It looks like he's jogging, doesn't know what he's, to do. Yeah. I understand. Not, not, to mention, not to mention he should kneel when he catches it in the end zone because there was somewhere he caught in the end zone and came out. Stop. Stop doing it. But yeah, I mean, I understand he's really fast, but that doesn't mean he's a kickoff returner. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and so I put it out there yesterday like, when is he going to give up on this experiment? Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, sure, it just, it's mind boggling so many in game decisions. It really is, man. And that's, you know, but that's, listen, they lost yesterday because of the one. Fumble, lateral, return. We all know that. Can't have that. Giants are not good enough to be giving up defensive touchdowns. And once again, Jerry, big plays down the field. Yeah, I was going to say, right? let's, let's stay on the offense real quick. Okay. Because I want to I want to ask you, so we've we've talked about this, that there's, there's a good chance they overturn three-fifths of the line. Very good chance. And that, that really the guards right now are what they're going to build around. Um. Nate Solder getting traded is gaining more and more steam. Do you think that's actually going to happen? Um, I think they're going to have to be very creative, but it seems that there's something to this. Yeah. And it's actually, it seems that Belichick might be exploring that idea. And you and I okay. are scared to death because although Nate Solder's mm-hmm. bad, the backup um, prospects yeah. are not good. I mean, Nick Gates. I mean, it's going to it's gonna be Nick Gates. And you don't want a guy in there that's, you know, getting blown away every two plays and, and guys – Killing Jones. Right. I understand Solder. We all know he's struggling, but he's still, you know. Right. He's still Nate Solder. He's still Nate Solder. You can't have a, you know, a kid like Gates in there. You don't know what you have exactly. Or Chad Slade, where, you know, he's really struggling during the game. And then what? You know what I mean? Yep. So it's a risky move, Jerry, uh, unless they, you know, somehow bring in another kind of veteran. I don't even know what the hell's out there, you know, that could, you know, jump in there. But that's not even a scenario right now. But, you know, 
they're obviously on lo- on looking to unload a lot of money salary cap wise, Jerry. You know, um, and we'll see. There's a couple of teams looking for left tackles. The, the Browns, the Super, the 2019 Super Bowl champion Browns, they're looking for one big time. Uh, I know New England, <laughs> Marshall Newhouse is kind of wearing out his welcome there. I think Brady gave a direct order this morning to get rid of Newhouse. But but, Newhouse... but 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 real quick, man, mm-hmm. is that insane that they're undefeated and Marshall Newhouse is on their offensive line? Yeah, I that's mean, your he, boy Dante. What? Yeah, Scott Necky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's listen. Newhouse is trying his best out there, but he doesn't look too good either. But Scott Necky is working miracles with him just to keep him out there. You know, it's amazing to be somewhat effective. That's you know, incredible. Say, so. Marshall Newhouse <laughs> was the bane of every Giants fan's existence years ago, and he's mm-hmm. on an undefeated team. I know yeah. it's Brady and Belichick, but wow, that they're they're even making him work. Some yeah, somewhat. So that, I don't know if they're going to look to upgrade that. Um, but you know, we'll say uh, Solder's been out there. Ogletree's name's been bouncing around. What the hell are they going to get for Alec Ogletree, dude? A bag of balls? Come on. And and uh, and Janoris Jenkins obviously. Yeah, is the Jen- hot Jenkins, one. you can get something for Alec Ogletree. Yeah. I, I mean, what do you? <laughs> yeah. Who the hell's going to trade for Alec Ogletree right I, now? I really believe that you know they they're going to try to get that three back. You know what I mean, Jerry? Um, yeah, they might get it with Jenkins. For Jenkins, but Jenkins is playing. You know what, Jerry? Jenkins is playing pretty decent, man. To be he honest, really with, to be honest with you, dude, you could you could totally see Jenkins and Tomlinson being traded, and um, because uh, I don't know if Tomlinson's in year what three, three, yeah, and you know um, he's. We say it all the time. He's still a Jerry Reese guy. I mean, oh, so far they've only re-signed Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. You don't know what they're going to do, right? You don't know yep. if they're going to re-sign him. I hope they do. Um, you know, he only four catches yesterday, but I could totally see Jenkins and trying to move Dalvin Tomlinson and getting that three back. Um, yeah, I mean, Tomlinson's name's been bouncing around too a little bit. I don't know. I don't know about that. He's another I, one. I really, are, you gonna, are you really going to get anything unless you throw him in as an, you know, as an extra? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he so did have a sack, um, which I wrote in the insider. Dalvin Tomlinson had a sack, parentheses, this is not a misprint. Because I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever seen him get a sack before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's not, you know, he's not that type of dude. And um, uh, we thought B.J. Hill was, but he hasn't been well, near the quarterback I this mean, year. I he, mean, he, he, he's Houdini. He, I'm calling him Houdini now because I don't hear his name ever. Well, he, you know, it was pretty interesting. He only played 29 snaps yesterday. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, Olsen Pierre was in a, a bunch. Um, so, yeah, they listen, they haven't been very good up front. Uh, the best the best player up front has been Dexter Lawrence, the kid. So maybe know? I should be more excited about Leonard Williams. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Let's see how this trade deadline, you know, uh, plays out. Uh, I fully expect Jenkins to be shot big time, whether or not they could complete a deal. I don't know. And maybe Gettleman tries to get back, you know, a three in there for him, which I'm sure they're going to be asking for, you know. So, yeah. Listen, Jenkins could really help a team like, uh, you know, like a Kansas City or, you know, whoever one he's a, he, a contenders are. You know, even like a 49ers put him opposite of Richard Sherman, you know. Oh man, the 49ers. They have a, uh, they have a decent pass rush. Uh yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good up front. So, um, you know, so a team like that, you know, uh we'll see. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> yeah, Chris, I was saying I'm um, watching that game yesterday, especially watching I should say watching the defense. Uh that's like taking like a, a like a, a butter knife, uh, you know, below your waist, right? And trying to clean yourself mm-hmm. up down there like that. Which leads right. us to our next sponsor. Manscaped.com, folks. Don't use the same trimmer on your face that you're using downstairs. Manscaped has the Crop Preserver. I can't believe I'm reading this. The Anti-Chafing Deodorant and Moisturizer. You already put deodorant under your armpits. Why wouldn't you do that down there? 85% of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff, per Dr. Drew. 80% of women think men should manscape below the belt. That's just an independent study. And 89% of men think... Good grooming is essential to their professional success. That's from the Business Wire. Manscaped's Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't snag anything important. It now trims 6,000 strokes per minute, up from 4,000 per minute, which was the original lawnmower. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GMEN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code GMEN. That's right. Manscaped is offering GMEN listeners 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's manscaped.com. 
that company was nice enough to send something to me and Chris and buddy. It's a spectacular product. Let me tell you. Not kidding. Totally <laughs> serious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> right, Chris? Nice cologne. Yeah. It's nice cologne. It is. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. 12th man can't keep her hands off me. I don't know about you, buddy. Well, there you go. So there you go. Guys, if that's not just proof that you should, you know, go to manscaped.com and type in G-Man and get your 20% off. I don't know what is. All right. right. I agree with you. Let's yeah. get, let's get to the defense. I know we've, uh, we've taken talked- you some manscaped.com. <laughs> they, they need something. Holy cow. Uh, we talked about the D line. Um, there, there were four sacks. I counted three, but all of a sudden Marcus golden ended up with a sack yesterday. I don't know yeah. if they went back and argued, uh, but I had um, no seriously. Like I was like, where'd that win? I know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lorenzo Carter had one. Yeah. Dalvin Tomlinson, Grant Haley, who as a corner is a hell of a tackler. Uh, not really a good cover guy, but I, I wish I wish Grant Haley. I'm not kidding. I wish Grant Haley was like a couple inches taller and thirty pounds heavier because he'd be he'd, he'd be, be a good Jar- linebacker. He'd be Jared Davis, right? Um, <laughs> oh my God, he's such a good tackler, but he can't cover. So it's really a conundrum for this defense. But um, I thought Lorenzo Carter, and I was talking about this with a buddy of mine today, I thought this he looked uh, like we thought he would look this year. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. He had five tackles, I think two for loss, and then a sack. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a guy that, you know, he's someone that, he, like you said, he's not the impact guy, but he's a really good guy to go along with an impact guy. So if you can get, what's his name, the kid from Ohio State, Chase Young? And it's the guy I'm following now, number yeah. two. If you can get someone like that, and then you add Leonard Williams, and well, he's gonna make, a, an impact guy is gonna make everyone else better. Lorenzo Carter, I was pretty excited about yesterday. Yeah, I think he's played well the last few weeks, right? Yeah. Carter, yeah. Yeah. he seems to be he seems to be getting better and better as the season moves on. You know, so that's a positive. He's starting to play like I thought he would, Jerry. But that I was talking about back in camp. Yep. You know. Yep. Um. So uh, that's that's good to see. Uh, you know, he's making some <coughs> excuse me, making some plays out there. Um, Marcus Golden continues to play well. Now the problem is, you know, the usual, the back end, right? Oh, it's it's the miscommunication is so bad. Yeah, I mean, third down completions on on our slot guy Haley. That's oh. like a given. Oh my right? god! Yeah, yeah Amadola was destroying him yesterday. Killing like I figured. him, killing him. Um, miscommunication. It looked like that first big hit. It looked like DeAndre Baker took the clear out guy. Yep, he and... totally did. I rewound it for my wife, actually. She said, what happened there? And I said, watch this. Chris is teaching me. This guy, number 27, right. let this guy go thinking, who was it? Peppers was there. Uh, had Thomas. Back... Th- it was Thomas. That's right. Yeah. Thomas was the one. Had back end yeah. help, and he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Baker's got to drop back there and, and get the vertical, you know, and he took the guy who cleared out. Yeah. And Thomas was out there by himself, and he was slow getting over, and, and the rest is history. All yeah, right? The yeah. flea flicker, no. totally fooled him. Well-designed flea flicker. You know, this is what happens when you have guys, you know, well-designed plays, Coach Sharma. Um, <laughs> and you have a, you, know, you had the deep cross there, you know, um, with Galladay and Antoine Bethea, uh, who looks like he's lost about three steps, oh. um, was really late getting over. And that was the end of that. You know, Bethea took full – responsibility said i just didn't do my job you know oh i see it's funny because when they first showed it i thought it was peppers that um was the culprit and then Bethay tried to make up for it i didn't yeah. I, I just don't know yeah yeah they they, they thought Pepper should have picked him up but but they had him on a deep cross and he didn't pick him yeah. up and he was too slow getting over there but they said it was a well-designed play i didn't do my job you know um so that was a big hit you know matthew stafford it, it just looked so easy for him yesterday jerry you know um what was he, 25 or 32 and 300-plus yards? And it just looks so easy. On third downs especially, you know, teams are just <laughs> – so I'm sick of repeating myself. i got to be honest with you, Jerry. But you can see what teams are doing early in games. It's like, okay, if they're going to have this 34 guy continue to play man on our slot guys, right? Yep. We're just going to keep going to him. Yeah, it's, and, it's not very complicated. And, You're not, we're not making it very difficult for everybody. Yeah, uh, once again, football's not rocket science, and they just don't seem to, you know, they just keep continually, continuous, you know, continually do it with Haley, and he continually gets beat. Chris, I did I mean, see number 24 out there twice or three times, maybe. He played two snaps. Yeah. <laughs> he did play two, right? Yeah. And he yeah. almost, you know what's funny? He almost made a play. He jumped 10 feet in the air <laughs> and almost deflected that ball, and I go, <laughs> I said, who the hell was that? He almost had it. And then I see 24. I'm like, ah, oh, the Golden Domer, baby. Wow. Chris well, is boy. you know, 
Julian Love is the all-time leading pass defense guy in the University of Notre Dame. But he can't beat most out Graham pass, Haley. Okay. Most passes defensed yeah. at Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he can't seem to crack this lineup. You no, know? no, we have, so, we have all-stars. And I'm, listen, Jerry, I don't want to sound repetitive, man. I'm, I'm no, sick of saying you know it over what? and you know over. What? You know what, though? They, they're repetitive, so we have to be. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, um, DeAndre Baker, I thought he struggled yesterday. Gave up a couple of touchdowns. I thought one, the, one, the one he should have deflected it. I mean, I don't want to pick yeah. on the rookie because I like him, and he he just when you look at him, you're like man, he looks like a pro corner, like his body type. He looks like he's even put on some muscle, and he's going to be a good one. But man, you got to knock that ball away. I think it was Galladay. The, the yeah, he was right. trying to pick it off. Oh, just know? hit it away. You got to get it out of there because Galladay's got big hands. He can't yeah. catch. Yep. You know. Um, Baker, I thought, was very physical yesterday. I really yeah. like that about him. Um, but he struggled a little bit. You know, six targets, four four receptions, two touchdowns. Led, you know? the, team, and, led and, the team in tackles, which isn't good. Yeah, I mean, you don't really want your corner lead in team in tackles, nope. right? Nope. Um, and he did the, he did have the wrong read. You know, hey, listen, Jerry, um, this is eight games of the season. You're not you're not a rookie anymore. I know. That right. rookie crap is out the window, man. Trust me, they don't want to hear that in the locker rooms. These veterans don't want to hear that. Mike Thomas is. Don't want to hear that crap anymore. Oh, well, I'm still learning. I'm a ro- no, that crap's out the window now. You're not a rookie eight games in. Yeah. Bet you'll say it. A quarterback is a rookie eight games in. Okay? Not corners. Not right. safe. They don't look at it like that. Not defensive tackle. They look at it like, hey, you got enough experience now. You should know what the hell you're doing out there. You know? Yep. Uh, so another communication mistake. Listen, Jerry, I know everybody wants to blame Betcha and everything, and a lot of it is Betcha. There's no question about it. A lot of it is, but not everything is betcha. You know, um, communication-wise, guys are still not communicating. Is it betcha all the time? Is it the scheme? It's a combination of everything, man. They're not very good at defensively. That's it. You're right. You're you're a thousand percent right, dude. It is everything. And um, somebody made the point that Betcher is not running the same defense he ran in Arizona because he has no faith in his personnel. Yet, yet yesterday, I saw Antoine Bethay blitz from i don't know i think he was in the big house he had to be 30 yards off the line of scrimmage and he yeah. blitzed and i thought what the hell does that i mean you're better off standing at the line and counting seven mississippi and then running in like mm-hmm. 30 he was he had to be 30 yards off sentiment it was laughable like is that a de- i know you don't know this i'm just asking out loud is that designed or is that something that they saw and said i think i can get there no, it's a design. Oh, a, see, that's know, that's where that's where the coach loses me. I see things yeah. like that, and it's yeah. like, wow, what, what? That's the game plan? Okay. Yeah. No. Listen, he did that with the honey badger too over in Arizona. You know, he'll come from that deep, you know, that deep, uh, deep safety spot and come in with that delay. You know. Um, Does that work? Know, well, it works if if you you know, <laughs> it works if the quarterback hasn't got rid of the ball, hasn't got rid of uh, uh, rid of the ball in about fifteen seconds. You yeah, know? I, mean, I mean, you have to run like a sub four forty. Yeah, listen, Jerry, it's all part of it, man. It's all part. A lot of it's scheme. A lot of it that these guys just can't seem to get this communication down. Eight games in at times, um, and a lot of it's just that they're not very good. You yeah. know, they're just not very good. Um, Antoine Pate is not playing very good right now. You know, Peppers has been all right. You know, Peppers is up and down. You know, Peppers one minute looks like. He could be the stud that everybody thought he was going to be coming out of college. Mm-hmm. And then the next, he makes a mistake. But, I, again, he's another guy I'm not giving up on, right? Like, I like, I like, I like Jabril Peppers. He's not the problem. The problem is, you know, our middle linebackers are, are atrocious. Um, we don't have an edge rusher. And when I say edge, I mean defensive lineman. Our free safety is <coughs> terrible. Our slot corner is bad. Like, I can't even – like, Jabril Peppers is like the eighth problem on defense for me. Yeah, and listen, their problem is they're giving up big chunks of yardage, man. They're like number one or two in the league of 20-plus yard plays. Yeah. You know? They're giving up huge chunks at the wrong times. I mean, it just even if they play six, seven straight real solid defensive plays, that eighth play all of a sudden is a 40-yard game. Yeah. You know? You can't have that in this league, man. Uh, you know, and, and this is, it's, a, it's like week after week, they're just giving up big plays and big plays. You know, uh, you know, I don't know what a team they had a players only meeting this morning and all that. Um, I don't know what that's going to solve, but we'll see what comes out of that. You know, a lot of guys are not happy with not so much not the coach. You know, they're just not happy. Well, what are we doing here? You know, but it's eight games in, Jerry. 
Yeah. It's the same issues over and over, you know? So um, I don't know what to say, man. I, you know, it's a combination of everything. It's that you can't just say, well, it's betcha. Uh, you know, like, like somebody else is going to come here you know, and, and it's going to be a magic, you know, formula. And all of a sudden, Antoine Bethea is going to be a great cover safety and he's going to gain, you know, five miles an hour in his speed and all that, you know, you know. But I, the question is this, Jerry. There's like 28th ranked defensively, huge. At what point? Does Pat Sherman say, you know, we got to make some changes here. I don't care who would it. Listen, they're going to get Sam Beal back, right? We don't even know what this kid is, right? It's funny because, again, I love the fans, the guys on Twitter. I love the, the interaction. But everyone's assuming he's better than DeAndre Baker. And they're like, oh, we're good. We, we can trade Jenkins. We have Sam Beal. I, when's the last time anybody saw him? Yeah, we haven't seen him. No. You know? So, you know, is there any changes coming down the pike? You know, I mean, do you, if Ballantyne gets out of concussion protocol, do you start working him in? I mean, your defense is giving up huge chunks. Is there any changes in the foreseeable, a foreseeable future, Jerry? You know, I mean, are you just going to keep trotting out these same guys? You know, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know, you, you know, not for nothing, but we have a number three pick, Bill. We'll see how they work him in. You got two other draft picks on the sidelines. You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm just saying that when Ballantyne's out of, concussion protocol you know you got him and love on the silence they're draft picks right yep do we keep going with the uh you know antoine Pathes and the grand haley's and uh you know so we'll see man you know we'll I see mean, i'd rather see sean chandler you know i don't anybody, know what to tell you, you anybody know? no i know i'm just saying it out loud the season's over do you start working these kids in especially know? since your job is could yeah. be on the line yeah you can't uh, go two and 14 pat and and right now who are you beating? I mean, definitively. The Jets, the Dolphins, they're toss-up games. Well, the Jets and Dolphins are looking at the Giants like, that's a game we could win. Right. We're the yeah. team that everybody looks at and says, oh, we can beat them. And we're yeah. the, uh, the get-right game for everybody now. Everybody plays like crap, and then they play us oh. like, oh, we straightened ourselves out. We beat the Giants. Yeah, so um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know, they, they got the Cowboys coming in this week. Oh, and, that's, uh, that's going to be fun. That should be for a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, 60% Cowboy fans. That's cool. Yeah, um, you know, and then the Jets after that. So uh, we'll see, man. Um, we'll see what the hell, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a long second half. So so real quick, dude, staying on Shermer, I, I just thought this was funny. All the articles that everyone contributed this week. Let me just let me just tell you the mood of this giant insider real quick. I'll just read the I'll read the headlines from everybody. Starting with mine. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll start with mine because this was first down. Ready? Okay. Here's mine. Ahead. Further and further and further away. Here's yours. No sure thing spelled S H U R apostrophe. Very good, Chris. Nice job there. Nice pun. Fans getting used to losing by John Fennelly. Kevin Gleason wrote an article entitled Jones Barkley and. <laughs> Pat Ragazzo wrote, Giants not close to contending. And then we fu- finish it up with Christine Furco's time for plan B. So that's the that's the general mood of everybody writing in the Giant Insider right now. And I, I got to ask the question, like, with, with Gettleman, it's funny, man. Gettleman making these trades, I think he realizes, obviously, because he'd have to be an idiot if he didn't, that... Pat Shermer's team, talent-wise, is completely undermanned, especially on defense. I have to think that buys Pat Shermer another year, unless they go two and fourteen, right? Well, Betches is well, Jerry. Listen, we talked about this the last one. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we'll see how the last eight games play out. But yeah, because and I, be, I'm going back and forth with it. We'll, we'll be surprised. You, you could be, you'd be surprised how fast you could lose a locker room all of a sudden too. Um, but he hasn't, you know, he has no idea he has lost this locker room. But if he continues to make mind-boggling decisions during games, it could cost them, Jerry. Yeah. Now, personally, Jerry, I think Betcher's the scapegoat. I shouldn't say scapegoat, but I think Betcher will be the one that's going to get it at the end of the year. And that buys Sherman, you know, Sherman brings in a defensive guy, you know, um, and buys him another year, you know. Um, if, especially if Jones continues to play well. I mean, he played well last week, right? Yeah. If he has a solid last eight games, Jerry, and Sherman isn't costing them games, like he's put the team in some bad positions the last few weeks, not yesterday. But, but although yesterday too, Jerry, you know what? I, I hate to say it, but 
Uh, first of all, I agree with him not challenging that. Yeah, we disagree. Listen, we disagree. You listen to me. We, dis- we disagree on that one. You do. I do. Okay. Um, That's interesting. Uh, hold on one second. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I don't agree with the two-point attempt. No, nope, I agree with you there. You're right. Chris is right. Quarter. Um, uh, but that's another decision where he was like, well, you know, we want to try to cut to a field goal, but you don't chase points in the third quarter. hundred percent accurate. So You're they right. just, and it's not just him. They just cannot, these coaches cannot seem to, they just don't know when he uses two point conversion. It's amazing. There's you know, no so. feel. He has no feel for the game. And it's amazing that fans at, at home or in the stadium or reporting in the press box can feel it and say, um, yeah. Don't go for two here, please. Don't go for two here. And then he goes for two. And look, yeah. Aldrich Rosas hurt us with the stupid miss. You, you know, you can't miss extra points, right? Especially right. in a dome, for God's sake, you can't do that. Right. So, but you don't chase the points that early. You just you, you put all the points you can on the board, and that's it. Yeah, you have four plus minutes left in the third quarter. You you, you can't chase points there I'm because sorry. it's a, such a momentum killer when you don't get it too. Yeah. So. um but like we were saying, Jerry, if um, Jones continues to progress and Sherman isn't single-handedly costing him games with some of his decisions, yeah. which he's borderline done, right, <laughs> this yeah. year and last year, right. um, I think he will survive. Uh, and Betcha might be, you know, the axe, the guy that gets the axe, you know. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see how his last eight games play out. And it's going to be interesting to see if um, they make him give up the play calling. I really, I really believe that's still a thing that that should be addressed. Sorry, mm. I mean, uh, come on, uh, that that has to contribute. It has to contribute for his inability to feel the game. Right, <clears throat> all you're looking oh. at is what play next, what play next, what play next, and tough. then right. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, you can't do both. Very few guys can. You're not one of them, Pat. You're not. Yeah, so, listen, I have a lot of issues with Sherman, Jerry, uh, in-game stuff. I really do. You know, a guy on Twitter, one about followers he brought out a good point something i've been saying basically for two years because i studied these guys on the sidelines you know and and a guy point, pointed out to us he was at the game yesterday you oh know? that was unbelievable that was amazing yeah and, and i forgot who it was man but he was i think, was it, was, I think it was a, i think it was a direct message it, no no i forgot who actually sent it to us but he i have to look it up now but he 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 was at the game yesterday in detroit i think he sat behind a giant bench yeah and he said, the whole game, you don't see these coaches interacting with the players at all. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Sherman just stands there. You right, know? right. And, 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 and the guy's 100% correct, man, because I watch it all the time, and you just don't see that. You know, you want to see coaches going over. What are we doing? You know, this and that. And like you said, Jerry, when, you, when you're worried about the next play or the next two, because they always did two plays in advance, two, three plays in advance, you know? Right. These guys that are calling the plays. It's a lot to handle, man. And some guys, hey, you know, they could do it. But a lot of guys can't, man. You know, and that's yeah, that's one thing. I forget who it was. I thought it was a direct message to us, um, and that was an amazing. If it was a Twitter message, whatever it was, I read it was it a direct like, message. Yeah, I'm like, wow, yeah. that's a, that's unbelievable, right? And yeah. and it's what you see on TV. You don't see coaching, you know. And you put out a tweet, and people killed you for it. Pat Shermer has not lost the locker room. That is a fact, guys. Okay, mm-hmm. you can have all the problems you want with Pat Shermer. We do. But he hasn't lost the locker room. They're still playing hard for him. Grant Haley stinks, and he's playing hard for him. B.J. Hill hasn't had a sack. He's playing hard. There's no turmoil. Oh, you know, yesterday. I mean, Beckham's post game about kitchens. Guys, if that doesn't make you happy, he's out of here. What will? Like, we don't have that problem. I was telling my wife that today. We just stink. We don't have, like, the, the problems that the Jets have now, and I'm sorry to pick on the Jets, but like with uh, Osemele uh, complaining about um, the, 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 what is it? The, Shoulder uh, surgery. Yeah. yeah, right. Like we don't have that drama anymore, right? Mm-hmm. We just have a team that's not very good. But Pat Shermer, I agree with you, has not lost the locker room. These guys play for him. That's indisputable. Um, listen, you know, uh, uh, some people have been asking me about that, and I tried to say, trust me, I'm around these guys. They, right. You know, he hasn't lost a locker room. You know, Jordan Raynon from ESPN, he put that – that's why I subtweeted him today because Jordan was talking to guys after the game yesterday, and the guys were like, no, 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 no. We like what Sherman's – you know, this is a new one. Now, listen, they like playing for him, and I also tweeted that, yep. you know, Sherman, in my opinion, might be too nice to these guys. Yeah, that's a, good, that's, that's a valid point. Yep. Uh, now, you know – I don't like that either. Listen, I got to be honest with you, bud. <clears throat> the Giants beginning of the year, 
I, you know, we hit the locker room after the training camp's over, and then we start going in the locker room, right? Yeah, yeah. And I go in the locker room this year, and there's a ping pong table. Yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of lounge chairs. Now, this wasn't there last year, by the way. Okay. And there's that beanbag game. What's it called? Cornhole or corn, whatever? Cornhole. Cornhole, right? Uh, I'm South, a, uh, South Jersey, they have they call it bago on the beach. It's good. Okay. Different. Well, you know what I'm talking about. It's yes. that stupid beanbag you throw it into a hole while everybody's drunk. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, on the beach, I'm talking about. Not, not in a locker room. <laughs> right, okay? right, right. And I'm like, you know, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I was like, what's going on here? You know, um, yeah. you know, and Barkley X for the table, and he got it. And of course, Sherman's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Jerry, if anything with Sherman, he's just like, He's a little too nice. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, where you can't have that in football, man. Uh, to me, where's the accountability? Like, who's getting benched? Who's getting who? Who's getting sit down for a few series because they can't cover a guy or a guy misses a guy? Up for, whatever it might be, right, Jerry? It's like, what have, what have you seen from Sherman saying, all right, get this guy out of the damn game because he can't cover a guy or he's missing a tackle or what? The only time you ever saw it was with Curtis Riley last year. Where after 15 games of making a fool out of himself, made a total complete buffoon out of himself against the Cowboys that game, and Sherman finally got mad and yanked him out. Remember? That was it. That's the only time. But it was 15 games it, in. Jerry. Chris, it literally takes a guy quitting on the field for Sherman to say, "Maybe we should get him out of there." Uh, that's what I'm saying. You know, um, <laughs> it's like, and it's like, and now, you know. By the way, if you think I'm crazy with some of the crap I'm saying about the ping pong tip. That's all gone now. After a few weeks ago, the the uh, the veterans, the Mike Thomas is like, listen, guys, uh, the the Bethes and Ogletrees are like, guys, we got to stop this ping pong crap. We got to focus a little bit more. So to me, Jerry, that's uh, you know, that's some signals being thrown out there that we don't know how much this team is focusing a hundred percent of the time, Jerry. Not not to get off subject, but man, the way yeah. you talk about Mike Thomas, I hope he has a future coaching in this organization. Uh, yeah, well, he's a smart enough dude. I don't think he really wants to do that. He like he wants to be in the union stuff. That's his yeah, gig. Yeah, I know. But, but man, what a what a, what a stand up yeah, guy. But Mike could do that because he's a smart enough guy. You know, um, he knows the game. You know, so you know, so it wasn't. You no, know, I'm not just you know observing this and talking out of my you know what, saying maybe I'm just overthinking this crap. Right. Because guess what? There's no more ping pong table. The corn, whatever the hell of South Jersey people call it. The beanbag crap table, what a stupid game. Cornhole. Right? Cornhole, which just sounds like something in a porn flick. But anyway, <laughs> the beanbag game, um, that's done. Yeah. You know, so what does that tell you, Jerry? It's uh, sort of like the way I was thinking. Like, guys, you know, they got their own player lounge. Why are you also doing this in there? To me, it takes a, you know, and sure enough, they got rid of that crap. You know, they don't do that stuff anymore. You see them the way they come out in the first quarters a lot, Jerry, the last few weeks. Oh, yeah, they, get, they spot teams 14, 17. It doesn't mean, matter. We spot them a ton of points. They haven't scored a point, I think, in the last four games in the first quarter, right? No, no, right. So it's, you know, just little signs that what are we doing here focus-wise, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, you talked about that before. And, and um, now you have to wonder, and the biggest worry now is when does – and I, somebody tweeted this, so I'm taking it. I, I apologize. When does Pat Shermer slick his hair back and start getting really tough? Because – this was McAdoo's undoing, right? And, and McAdoo was a worse coach. McAdoo had a lot of problems. Chris would talk about, all this guy does is swing his stupid-ass whistle around his finger the whole time. He doesn't coach anybody on the field. And the yeah. first thing you you observed at training mm-hmm. camp was Shermer's coaching everybody. Shermer's talking mm-hmm. to everybody. Right. So I'm not comparing, but the, the, there is a, the, 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 the valid comparison is McAdoo and Shermer started off kind of uh, the anti-Coughlin and now and then McAdoo tried to get tough. It didn't work. You know, mm-hmm. you just hope that it doesn't happen with Shermer because it's always <clears> easier to come in oh. the way Coughlin did in 04, yeah. 5, 04, 5, and 6, be a complete jerk, yeah. get a little softer. But, you know, that's all I worry about. And listen, Jerry, there's ways of being tougher without being a tough guy. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, like just you, know, you bench a guy here, you take this guy out, this guy's inactive. You know, whatever it might be, you you could start getting your points across without coming in like Rambo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not trying to transform yourself to like a real tough guy, but there's ways of you know of tightening the ship up, right? Tightening the range, Jerry, right? Yeah. Uh, without being you know like going crazy throwing chairs. Sherman's not that type of dude, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, you'll see. But because I gotta be honest with you, Jerry, you know, last year you talk about the play calling, right? 
I would have been real. It would have been real curious, Jay, if if Sherman would have got his man Stefanski last year from Minnesota. If he would have been calling the plays, the quarterbacks coach is that what it was? Yeah, you know he wanted he he wanted an interview with Stefanski. That's his guy over there in Minnesota, and 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 Zimmer told him no. You know, yeah. um, it would be interesting because it's tough. It's just tough to do everything, Jerry, when you're calling the plays. Like for instance, right? If you're calling a play, say you don't like something defensively, and the team comes off the field, right? Defense, the guys come off the field, the team. You can't go over to the sideline now and start talking about it because you got to call the plays. Right. Yeah. The, the, he's too involved in that. You're not coaching the whole so, team enough. Yeah. And listen, Andy, Andy Reid, who I have the utmost respect for as a football coach. I really do, Jerry. I no, know he right, hasn't won a Super Bowl. No, me too. And all that. But there's what's been his biggest flaw is what? Time in, in, management? In game management. Game management. Eagle clock fans, management. Eagle fans complained about that for years about yeah. him. And, and and the chief fans the same way. I mean, he's done some things in these big games, right? Even last night, a little bit, right? So why? Well, he's calling the plays again. It's just so much to handle. You wonder how much that affects things like that, and you know it does, right? Yep. Yeah, dude. By, so, the, by the way, Andy Reid without um, Mahomes. I mean, that that offense still clicks. I know they have a talent, but geez, what a coaching yeah. job, huh? Uh, listen, Jerry. Oh. Andy Reid. When he wins that, well, if he wins that Super Bowl. And he's going to Hall of Fame. You know what I mean, yeah, he Jerry? Deserves, he deserves it. He's a great coach. Yeah, the guy is a great offensive mind, man. And, yeah. and that that has where, where game management decisions have haunted that dude, man. Yep. You know, big losses and big games have haunted that guy. I mean, basically, it, Doug Peterson is was his, uh, you know, his uh, the guy that he he basically learned he learned under yeah. Andy Reid, right? And he's just a better game manager than Andy Reid. I mean, I'm not saying he's as good of a offensive yeah. coach but he basically took Andy Reid's offense brought it back with him to Philly and he's a better yeah. in-game coach uh, in-game uh, manager yeah. than Andy so, Reid so um but listen I'm gonna say it again these last eight games are pretty big for Sherma he wants to finish strong here you know with progress I, I want to see progress and once again the defense didn't show progress yesterday but you know yeah, it's the same story all the time. Um, we and but we know there's a talent problem, and I think Gettleman trading for Leonard Williams. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I find it a little desperate, but um, if it works out, great. You know, I, I I hope it works. It just reeks a little bit of desperation. You do it at two and six. Obviously, you better sign him because otherwise, you're getting an eight game rental for a third and a fifth. I know you get a third back. Right, um, but come on, I mean, you're, you're going to resign him, right? But now it's how much are we resigning him for? We need a lot, but he does fill in. Uh, he does fill a hole that we have uh, if he works out. It's that that edge rusher type, and I I don't say edge. He's really defensive end, I should say, right? Yeah, well, he'll play the three and a five technique out there. So that's what they're going to do with him, you know. Um, so listen, we'll see what Lennon Williams does. Uh, listen, it's not like he's a bum. Nobody's saying oh, that. Oh, no, no, football. far from it. He, and he, he's is, a good, he doesn't miss games either. No, he don't miss games. He's a good football player, Leonard Williams, you know, and there's no question about it. He just hasn't been the impact guy that was drafted, that you should get when you draft a kid sixth overall, Jerry. Right, like he came into that defense with <clears> Muhammad <throat> Wilkerson. It was Sheldon Richardson and, and Snacks Harrison, and he was okay. You thought he would be the man, and when Quentin Williams was drafted, you brought it up before. He tweeted... Good. Now there's no more. You know they won't double team me now. It's like, oh, dude, the great yeah. ones are double teamed, uh, Leonard. The great ones are double teamed. Yeah, yeah, so. and he's not doubled all the time either. You know, I, and Jerry, I laughed. You know, I love getting a kick. I'm sorry, Evan, Evan Roberts. Although Evan, I know Evan agrees with us a lot with the Jets. Yeah. You know, I love getting poking fun at the Jets a little bit, and not for Evan because you know we love Evan, but 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 he's the first one to do it, but. I love when they when Greg Williams came over to the Jets world. Yeah. And people were like, Oh, watch Leonard Williams now, man, on the yeah, Greg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, gonna get, he's gonna make this guy like Aaron Donald. He was traded seven games in. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then and then no sacks. No sacks. And you know, and now you're starting to see that Jet defense falter. Now it's a typical act with Greg Williams. He comes in like, you know, like a hurricane. Everybody loves him. The defense looks good and it starts to fade. And yeah. that's what you're seeing over there. But the Leonard Williams thing, like, you know, everybody thought that the Jet fans, the Jets, you know, the whole universe over there thought they were going to see Aaron Donald as soon as Greg Williams got there. So even, you know, even that, Williams didn't really excel. Leonard Williams didn't really excel, you know, under a new coordinator that really pushes you to the limit. That's one thing Greg Williams does. He pushes those guys, man. And it just to me, it's just like, okay, well, let's see, you know. Yep. 
All right. How do you buddy. feel about it, bud? I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you like it or, you know, you just, you just wait and see, right? Like me. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it at first. It was funny. I got a text from a buddy uh, who said, welcome to the Giants, Leonard Williams. And I was like, oh, nice. What? What the hell is this? And I hadn't right. seen Twitter. I was doing something this morning. Um, and uh, I was, uh, <laughs> manscaped.com. No, I was, uh, I was, I was doing <laughs> something. I wasn't doing that. I said, I saw that. And I'm like, I was even on Twitter. And then I, I wanted to see, I saw your tweet. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Then I saw third and fifth. And I thought, uh, all right. And then I'm looking up Leonard Williams stats. I see no sacks. And I remember, you know, I'm thinking about Leonard Williams, the player. It's a guy who hasn't really, you know, been what he was supposed to be. That's um, all. Right. And so it's wait and see. But what we said earlier, he's now our best defensive lineman. Yep. Automatically. Listen, Jerry, he's a good football player. Yeah. He just hasn't been the impact guy that everybody expected. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Right. You know? Um, so to me, he's underachieved in the five years as his Jets. With the Jets, you know. Um, now, he comes over here and the light bulb goes on. I don't know. I mean, the kid was a dominant player in USC, Jerry. Trust me. At USC, he was dominant, you know. Yeah, he was. Uh, has it been like that in the NFL? If the light bulb goes on, uh, I don't know. Maybe the, the the Italian restaurants or restaurants are better on the giant side of the world. And he decides, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. I don't know. We'll see, bud. We'll see. Yeah, I just remember when he came out that year, um, he was uh, the, the universal – best player in the draft. He was, he was really the, like the, the, the Bosa or the Quinn and Williams, right? Like he was the guy that everybody thought, right. you know what? This is the guy. Um, yeah. That was the, the Jamin Winston, Jameis Winston, Marcus right. Mariota. And then third. How's that working out? Yeah. Oh my God. Right. And that's, yeah. that's why I left when the giants took Barkley. That was an argument I made, right? It does not mean anything. If you take a quarterback first or second. And I wrote an article this week. Oh, where's all the hindsight. Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald mm. doesn't look too good. Josh Allen is probably keeping his team back a little bit, right? Seven touchdowns, seven picks going into yesterday. Mm. Athletic, but the defense is carrying them. Josh Rosen is going to be on his third team in three years. The one guy that everyone missed on and said he should be a wide receiver is the best quarterback, Lamar Jackson, taking 32nd, I think. Mm. Or, I think it was 32nd. 32nd. Right. So mm. that was my argument. Like, wait. Don't tell me about this taking a quarterback that early when you got Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. Mariota, Tannehill looks better than Mariota. So anyway, that's it. Yeah. Who's the head coach of Lamar Jackson? Oh, Harbaugh. There you go, my man. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Coach is big in this league, buddy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. But but anyway. Looking at that class, Jerry, like you just were talking about. Yeah. Looking at that class, everybody thought they were what they were getting. How's that working out right now? Right. And then not too good right now, right? All the reporters, all the the beat writers who destroyed the Giants for Barkley. Where are you now? You're just hiding. And you look at this year's group, right? Right. And you say, okay, well, Kyler Murray's a keeper. Right. Absolutely. How's the Jones kid look? Right. Yes. Right? It's easy to it's easy to be and real quick, let me just read this over. Jameis Winston, Mariota, Fowler, Amari Cooper, Scherf, then Williams. So Williams went six. But you're right, man, and, and I, I don't have a buffoon of the week. It should have been this. Um, but it, it's these reporters who it's so easy to pick on Eli and say he's too old and then say, Well, I told you, you should have taken Daniel Jones. Wait a minute, guys. Wait a minute. You're the same ones who destroyed absolutely destroyed and made fun of Dave Gettleman for taking Saquon Barkley ahead of all those quarterbacks. And look at them now. They're not doing anything. Baker Mayfield is a one-read guy who, you know, maybe he was fast in college, but when he runs in the pros, what is he, a little faster than Eli Manning? I mean, he doesn't look fast at all. Not accurate. Sam Darnold sees ghosts. No offense. He could still be good. You know, but right now, you're quick to judge the pick when it happens. How about judging it now? Josh Rosen... Three teams in three years, probably. Well, the, you know, yeah. I just, it's so, and it's so, it's its just, it sticks with me, that stuff. If you, Jerry, you ask Jets fans right now, except for Boomer Esiason, who for some reason is infatuated with Sam Donald, thinks he's going to be great no matter what. But you look at Jets fans and you ask them, what do you have in Donald? Most of them are going to say, hey, Chris, Jerry, we really don't know. Right, right. And that's the thing. I don't know if he's going to be good. But you, he, the, the snap decision on, on Gettleman was so vindictive. And you don't know what the hell you're doing. And now you guys are all quiet? Give me a break. You're all frauds. Well, what I'm saying is that, you know, right, you know what you're saying is that you don't know what you're going to have. Even no, Mayfield. You, right. you look at Mayfield right now and you say, well, 
what do we have here now? Right, right. right. They could still turn out to be they're talented dudes. They could still turn out to have very good careers, but second year in the league, and and those fan bases are asking, hey, what the hell do we have here? Right, right. What did we do? Oh right? no, we got it wrong. And so what we do you have say? a right now. The Giants have a quarterback six games in. And I don't think there's many people really saying, hey, what the hell do we have here? No, I think 90% of Giant fans, 95% are very happy right, right. now. No, I'm sure there's an there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, a element of Giant fans out there that say, well, we like them, but Chris, we're still real concerned about this. And that's fair, Jerry. That's fair. But you're going to try to tell me, you're going to look at Daniel Jones right now and say, hey, what the hell do we have here with this kid? This kid doesn't look like it's much to me, right? Right. Because trust me, Jerry. There's a ton of Jet fans, and that includes Evan and Joe Beningo, a ton of Jet fans saying, we don't know what the hell we have with this Donald kid. Right, right. And, and Beningo's a little doom and gloom, but Evan's more level-headed, and they say that. Evan says it too, man. They don't know what they have right now. Right. So. Evan says it too. And forget about their head coach. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. You know? I don't so. know what to think of him, man. He sold them a bill of goods, it looks like. I, again, it's a little early. I mean, we got our own problems. I'm not. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know, he a little yeah. sold himself very well, and they have to be second-guessing all that. Yeah, well, like you said, Jerry, that's their issue, but we're just talking about quarterbacks-wise, right? That's yep. what led us into the the uh, the Jets and all that stuff. And yep. um, But you can't, you can't be looking at Daniel Jones after six games. Well, most of us, Jerry, no, can't I... be looking at us <laughs> after six games and say, you know, what, what the hell do we have here? No, right? I just I just want more pocket awareness. That's all. Don't get me started. With no, you, dude, I, I listen. Come on, I love the kid. I'm, I'm on board. I just want pocket awareness. That's all. All right. It's buffoon of the week time. Um, mm-hmm. I should have named mine as all those reporters, but you know what? I didn't have one this week. Chris has one, buddy. The floor is yours. Yeah, well, <clears throat> we all know that Michael Bennett got traded from the Patriots to the Cowboys this week, right? Yes. Last week, I should say. Last week. <clears throat> Which is all right. You know, whatever. They're getting a little NASCAR uh, package down here in Dallas. You know, they're getting together. Um, but I laugh. Jerry Jones is like on their fan. Like, you know, like we have WFAN here in New York, the yeah. tri-state area. Yeah. Well, they have it down there in Dallas, obviously. And Jerry Jones, <laughs> the owner, mind you, we all know, is on there like five times a week, you know? So... He comes out and says the other day that, you know, I'm not quite sure, you know, how that Bennett really fit up there in New England scheme, but we feel he's a better fit down here and we're going to get a lot of things out of him, you know? Now, which is pretty funny considering that probably, Jerry, I don't know if you're going to argue me. I'm sure you're going to argue me in this because for some reason you don't like the man. But Bill Belichick... Is probably one of the greatest defensive minds ever. Would he's you agree to that? Probably he's the best defensive and best head coach of all time. Okay, although you like to fight me on that one. But what? So <laughs> I root against him. I don't fight that. Okay. Why you root against him? I don't know. I just okay, I'm tired so, of the Patriots. Go ahead. Okay, so and here's Jerry Jones. <laughs> like trying to make people believe that, well, you know what? He didn't really fit in Belichick's scheme and all that, but He'll fit down here. Watch what we get out of Michael Bennett. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, are you kidding me, Jerry? If it was James Betcher, I'd be like, okay, Jerry, sounds good. You know, maybe you'll get five sacks out of him in the last eight games. But Bill Belichick? <laughs> Don't you think Belichick knew what he could do before they signed him and how he was going to fit into their scheme? No? 100%, buddy. You think Belichick does his homework on these guys? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's Jerry you know, Jones talking out of his, uh, you know what, but, as you would say. Out of his cornhole. Yes. Wow. Right? There it is. So I'm like, so Jerry, once again, for some reason, you continue to talk in front of microphones and make a buffoon out of yourself. So even bringing Belichick's name into a conversation is, I mean, it's just buffoonish enough. So Jerry, I'm sure you're a repeat offender. Um, you are. The buffoon of the week. Jerry Jones, everybody, in case you're not paying attention. Jerry, sounds like I'm sorry. Talking, that's sounds, like, sounds like you're talking to me. <laughs> Although, if you would have been around me, folks, Sunday after, yesterday afternoon, you might have named Jerry Foley. I was mad. The buffoon of the week. But no, I'm sorry. Not Jerry Foley, but Jerry Jones. Nice. Buffoon of the week. Good stuff, buddy. Um, 
Lots of things going on right now, man. It's an, it's interesting. And time. it's not over, bud. No, it's not. There's gonna we'll be more trades. Tomorrow and and we'll uh, we'll probably drop the next one Friday, uh, because Monday we're not going to do it. We'll do it Tuesday because the Giants play uh, Monday night, of course. I'm going to give away uh, Dallas tickets if anybody Woo! really wants to go Monday night. God bless you. Maybe the question won't be so hard this week because if anybody's willing to go, I'd be stunned. I mean, Monday now, night. Now, somebody, the answer right, that's a Dallas fan. You still giving them the tickets? No, absolutely not. Nope. That's not how it works. Got to be a Giants fan. Okay. Just curious. That's all. Yeah. No. No, there's enough... Uh... There's enough people in that stadium that aren't going to be Giant fans. So my own, uh, my niece married a Packer fan, and years ago he wanted to. Um, you like the guy? He's a nice guy. Do you he, call him a Northeast fraud? No. Yes. That? Yeah. He's Yankees Packers. He's a fraud. He wanted to go oh. to the uh, Packers Giants game at, at uh, MetLife, and, and oh, I forgot they're in this year. Yeah. And she asked, and this was years ago, and they asked me. They said, "Would you? You're not going. I, would you sell us the tickets?" I said, "No." And she goes, "But I'm a Giants fan." I said, "Yeah, but you're taking him." And like my family, my dad, everybody, they couldn't believe I wouldn't sell it to my niece. But I'm, yeah, I'm like, I can't believe it either. I'm like, no way, no. This was this is Wellington Maris, Mar- Wellington Maris bestowed these upon me. You can't, no, no. Giant fans got to go. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's how it is. That's how I roll. Hmm. Okay, so uh, well, anyway, <laughs> you'll be giving away two tickets for the Cowboys. There yes, you go. Yes, absolutely. All right, everybody. Um, I read you some of the titles. It's a, uh, it's one, it's a morgue of a newspaper this week. If you want to order a copy or a subscription of the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. You can order a digital subscription there, as well as on Magster, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com, and download the Giant Insider app. Anything else, pal? Nope, that's it, buddy. All right, buddy. Dion Buchanan, Leonard Williams, championship. Here we come. Sundays are giant days, everybody. Take care. Maybe Trent Williams tomorrow. Yes, hopefully Trent Williams. <laughs> All right, man. Take care.